Hey everybody, this is your host Cranberry Auto of Learning with Conversing and right now I have a lot on my head and I feel like I want to get it out so I said why not record. So today's going to be a little different compared to what my normal episodes are about. Uh, I won't be having that random topic because I feel like I have a pretty good discussion to talk about right now. Um, so on Instagram today I asked this question and I did it literally 53 minutes ago. So Thank you for everyone that has been responding and giving me your input. I really appreciate it a lot. And um, yeah, I have just, um, I guess, a a head full of thoughts I want to get out. Because one thing that I said last time was that I'm doing this for therapeutic reasons. I like the fact that I can kind of say my thoughts out loud, have them recorded, and potentially listen back to what I say. So it kind of helps with me and also it can help with you. And that's also another reason why I do this is that whoever I do have that support this and listen to it, I really do appreciate you guys too. But selfishly, yeah, I do this for myself. Selflessly, I do it for you guys and hopefully you guys can learn off of this too. So the question was, um, how impactful, scale of 1 to 10, do you, does where you grow up play on who you are and why? So I'm going to answer this question, and then I also have another topic um, I want to talk about too, but let me get into this one. So personally, right, I could agree to disagree with a lot of people, but mostly I do agree because, like I said, I do really respect other people's perspectives on things. So people's answers were tend to be like, girl, I'll just go read some off right now. So someone said, I would say who you grow up around rather than where people tend to rub off on you. And I agree on that one. I really do. And then someone says, depends on the parents you got. The streets raise you when they're not around. And then also someone said, no, although they may be influenced, um, Although there may be influence involved, you make your own choices. Um, and then another one is how you react comes from your experiences in life, uh, nature slash nurture, but it does play on who you are, but does not define you. You learn from experience. And like, those are all great answers. And I hope I keep getting more. I love hearing and I love kind of talking back to people. Hence, learning with conversing, I really do learn when I talk to people and kind of get feedback. So my answer would be, see, at first, I so I just got off the phone with somebody. His name's Lorenzo. I'm pretty sure he doesn't care that I shout him out. So thanks, Lorenzo, for that little conversation we had. But kind of the feedback of what I was saying on that conversation we had was um, I did answer with a five at first. Then I kind of started giving out my thoughts and opinions on it, and I truly believe that it could be very low impact from where you grow up because this is where I come from. So about a year ago, I was one of those people that were very hard-headed, stubborn, uh, didn't want to listen to you, but I was also that person that could listen to A and listen to B and kind of be neutral on the sides of both and explain where you come from and explain where they come from. But it was weird because I would be the person that I would argue with C and I was right 100% of the time. And I would not listen and I could not hear C out. So 
with that said, I'm a whole new person now, and obviously perspectives change. So <clears throat> the answer, I mean, the reason behind my answer of being very low impact from where you grow up is because if you truly don't care how the world perceives you, then they won't have no impact. It doesn't matter if you grow up anywhere. If you want to be who you want to be, you're going to be that person, period. It doesn't matter if you grew up California, New York, the Philippines, wherever. It doesn't matter. If you want to be the person you want to be, you damn sure will be that person. And there is no impact from anyone else but you. And it's funny because that plays into my next point of... So I, I made I did deadlifts this morning, kind of a little story. So... I've been on a six-week block, uh, self-programmed, and for the first week, I kind of max out my strength to see where I stand. Then I scale back uh, for five weeks, and then I work my way up, hopefully getting towards that max, and I ended up doing all that stuff. But short, uh, long story short, week six is the final week of the block, and today was deadlift day. And I told myself last night, all right, you're going to wake up, you're going to do 405, and it's going to go easy, right? But that being said, I kind of put a little barrier subconsciously in myself that there was a little self-doubt in those statements. Like, okay, you're going to do this, I think. You know what I mean? And it was weird because this morning, I went to do it, loaded up the bar, had the pounds, looked at it told myself what I tell all my clients is that you have to just go in, do it, trust your form, and it will go however it's going to go, which I did. And then I ended up getting two, not three, lost my grip, whatever, right? So I sit there and ponder and start thinking there. Uh, from there, I lose focus already because, for one, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. But also, this it put a great thought into my head. So the thought was... Now I got to go on so I can read it word for word because it was that good. So the thought was, I just realized that I truly am my biggest hater. And you know how much that holds me back? It holds me back so much I can talk myself out of a lot. But if you flip that statement on its head, I can also force myself to accomplish things that I never thought I could do. All I have to do is try and succeed with great self-hate should come even greater self-motivation if seen in the correct light. And that's like that thought, I can talk about it. Oh, I don't know how long. I don't want to say that because I don't want to be like, okay, that's all I got. But I can kind of add to that. It's that I'm not a psychology major at all. That's my fiance. But one thing that I learned about myself is kind of understanding your why and your purpose kind of helps you understand and put um, extra emphasis on what you're doing. So like, uh, for me, it was like me against me. I walk up to the bar, look at it, like, all right, let's see how this goes. I know subconsciously that my grip has been holding me back because I don't do the traditional deadlift of alternate grip. I do uh, double overs. So basically that has a very tough pull on my grip. So... The one thing that's been holding me back since day one of me starting my own programming, how I lift, was my grip strength. Because for nine years, I kind of didn't take it seriously. I didn't know how important it was that grip, um, the most important role that grip plays in working out. 
Like, literally, if you have no grip, then you can't do anything, really. Or once you want to push past limits, this is a better way to say it. Once you want to push past those limits and those barriers, you're going to need grip when you're working out. You need to have strong grip. And it's one of those things that's just like, see, I don't know where I'm going with this point, but it's one of those things that if you really think about your purpose and why you need certain things to get to where you want to go, you have to work on the things that hold you back. And the one thing that I noticed was my grip. And even though it's one of those things that I'm constantly battling with, it's one of those things I constantly train and I know it's got better because... I don't know, maybe like three months ago, I was doing uh, a deadlift block where I was um, pulling and I failed at 365 because of my grip. And that's 40 pounds heavier than where I was three months ago due to my grip. So it's like one of those things is that just because you're held back by something doesn't mean it has to stop you. It means you have to work on what's holding you back so you can get even further in life than you ever thought you could. And that's kind of what I thought with the statement is that the self the self hate that I give myself is that okay, I it wasn't such big hate to where I doubted myself to in a sense. I'm don't I'm not telling myself I can never do it. But it's one of those things I know I have to work on it and I know I'm gonna get better. So I guess it isn't self hate, it's kinda of self love, kinda of cheering myself on, telling myself that hey just because you fail, there isn't really a failure. It's a chance to succeed. And I guess that's the message I want to say because that was pretty damn good. But you want to kind of push yourself in everything, whether it be working out, whether it be taking pictures, where whether it be whatever your hobby is, podcasting, whatever you're doing in life. If you want to be great at it, work on everything that's holding you back. Because it's going to help you get so much further in life. And it kind of plays back into purpose, right? So going back on the purpose thing. If you know who you want to be in life, which that's maturity. You have to kind of know who you are and know where you want to be and work towards that. I feel like that's maturity. You know, that's why I always say it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. If you know exactly what you want out of life, you're that much ahead of the game. You're mature. You're working towards everything that you want. And I believe that's the key of life, right? Being who you want to be rather than what you think others want you to be. Like other people's perception doesn't really matter. In a, in a sense, if you really do have a sense of purpose in your life and you know your why, you know? And yeah, that's pretty much the topic I want to get out. Um, if you really enjoyed this little conversation I have with myself, I don't know how long it was, but I'm going to end up posting it right away. So if you really enjoyed this conversation and, um, you got something out of it, I would love the feedback and it's all appreciated. Support, share, comment, subscribe. If you're on a, a platform where you could subscribe, um, yeah. And I appreciate all the feedback and it's all love. You know what I mean? You kind of just got to do what's right for you. Um, don't care about what others do. If you know you're doing what's best for you, then other people's opinion doesn't matter. Um, the most important person in your life is yourself. 
And if everyone saw it that way, then we'd all be able to give because once we self-nurture ourselves, then we can help nurture others in need. And that's one of the bigger messages too. One of the bigger messages too is that you can't really help others if you can't help yourself. And I know that seems like a harsh statement, but it's true. If you're down, how can you help someone up if you're on the ground? Like kind of think of it that way. You have to be standing on your feet and have a strong base before you can even think about taking giving your hand out for someone that's on the ground and pick them up. Because without that uh, self-strength, you can't kind of give strength. And yeah, um, thank you guys for listening for my little rant, little podcast. And I hope you guys appreciate it. And like I said before, I really do appreciate feedback and all that stuff. I'll leave everything in the show notes. Um, thank you guys. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday.